the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. I, I honestly don't understand why Christians are in such desperate need of famous people who claim to be Christians for to be heroes. Um, the Christian community, if someone says they're a Christian or even implies that they're a Christian, they don't even have to say outwardly that they're a follower of Jesus, but they just seem to be a Christian, and they achieve a little bit of fame. Many Christians just go crazy. Uh, We see that on things like American Idol, The Voice, America's Got Talent, um, someone says, well, well, they're a Christian and they, uh, they sing a song or they, they do whatever and they, they do well. Well, good. I'm glad. But does that mean that they suddenly become a Christian hero? Uh, no. What is their life like? What do they believe? What is their doctrine? What do they really believe about Jesus? If you looked at their daily life, could you tell that they were a follower of Christ? Is there anything that sets them apart from the world other than saying, I'm a Christian, I, I'm a worship leader here, or, or whatever? Uh, and I want to say this carefully and cautiously because I don't want to come across as a cynic or overly judgmental. I really don't. But this program is about LTD, listen, think, discern. Uh, For instance, uh, I don't watch The Voice. Joy and I don't. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong or anything. I'm just not interested. But evidently, uh, they had the finale a couple nights ago or a few nights ago, and the person who came in second place is a worship leader somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know what kind of church, and nobody says. But they sang a worship song, and at least one of the judges was brought to tears. And the Christian press, the Christian news media, went crazy over that. A Christian on the voice brought them to tears. Okay. Okay brought them to tears, did they do anything to bring them to Jesus? I mean, I constantly say that the liberal left doesn't deal with facts or truth. They deal with emotion and feelings. Sometimes a Christian community is the same. Now, please, 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 I'm not judging that 
person. I don't know anything about him. So I've not reached any conclusions whatsoever. I'm just saying that the sole fact that they sang a worship song and one of the judges had tears doesn't mean a whole lot. You know, you can listen to a lot of secular songs and be brought to tears. That doesn't mean it brings you nearer to Christ. My point is, just because someone reaches some level of fame, that doesn't mean that they're a real hero. Illustration, Kanye West, and whatever he calls himself now. I could care less what he calls himself now. When Kanye West came out and he started having church services and he started talking about Jesus— Many in the Christian community went nuts over that. Isn't that wonderful? He was part of the Kardashian clan, and now he's taking a stand for Jesus. And big megachurches across the country were inviting Kanye West in to give his testimony. And I'm giving air quotes here if you can see them. His testimony. And if you're a regular listener... I said when all of that was going on, hey, folks, whoa, 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 slow down, time out. Do we know that his faith is real, genuine? Do we know that he really is a follower of Jesus? Why are churches putting him on the platform and letting him even preach and teach when he hasn't been proven at all? Do you remember that if you're a longtime listener? Well, he's famous, and he talked about Jesus. Well, yeah, look what's happened now. He's coming out as a real—he has serious mental issues, and I'm not making fun of that. He deserves sympathy, and I think he needs help. He's come out as an anti-Semite. He's talked about how he admires Hitler. What about all those churches that had Kanye West on their platform to give his testimony and to preach— um, we must be discerning. And here's another one. Amy Grant. Amy Grant was just honored with the Kennedy uh, Center Awards. And she was the first Christian, contemporary Christian singer, to be honored at the Kennedy Center Awards ceremony. And once again, the Christian news media went crazy. Isn't this wonderful? Isn't this great? Uh, And again, I want to. Amy Grant has an incredible talent. She is unbelievably talented. But if you look at her personal life, throughout her entire career, there have been questions about her testimony. And and folks, listen. Our testimony as followers of Jesus is so very, very important. You have no right to a reputation. When you begin following Jesus, kiss your reputation goodbye. We have no right to a reputation. 
but your testimony, that's different. Now, what's the difference between reputation and testimony? Reputation is what people think about you. And that's really not important. Your testimony is what people think about Jesus because of you. Now, the reason I bring up Amy Grant, the Washington Post just published an interview with Amy Grant. After all, she's a recipient of the Kennedy Awards Kennedy Awards. And here's what the Washington Post said. In recent years, she, Amy Grant, has voiced support for the LGBTQ community where she has had a large fan base for decades. Now she talks about her and Vince Gill's plans to host her niece's wedding at their farm, which her family's first bride and bride nuptials. Amy Grant recalls her reaction when she learned her niece had come out. And listen to this. Here's what Amy Grant said, and I quote, What a gift to our whole family to just widen the experience of our whole family. She didn't say, well, she's my niece and I'm going to love her no matter what. No, she said her lesbianism is a gift to the whole family. It's a gift. She went on, and I quote, Honestly, from a faith perspective, I do always say, Jesus, you just narrowed it down to two things. Love God, love each other. I mean, hey, that's pretty simple. That's it. Folks, I'm telling you, this thing of marriage, gender, sexuality, family is a battle we can not withdraw from. The family and marriage is the very foundation for culture as God designed it. Same-sex relationships are clearly called an abomination in Scripture. Now, are there other sins? Of course there are. Of course there are. And we shouldn't wink at any of them. But the acceptance of same-sex relationships in light of what God has clearly said, not just in the Old Testament, the New Testament as well, we are, and I've said this before, we are shaking our fist at God and saying, what you created is not important. What you have designed is not nearly as important as our emotions and our feelings. What you want cannot be compared with what we want. Amy Grant has incredible talent. She really does. But she's no hero in the Christian community. I suppose I'm in the minority on that. But it's the truth. 
Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Would you allow me to clarify just a little bit, those of you that are angry at me from what I said about Amy Grant? Uh, may I repeat, she has incredible talent. Am I implying we boycott her music and if you've got her CDs, burn them? Of course not. Of course not. Good music is good music. Whoever performs it. I am not saying that. I'm not implying it. All I am saying is she's not a Christian hero. She is a very talented musician who is probably a Christian. She probably is. I'm not doubting her salvation. I am doubting her uh, Christian maturity. I am doubting her personal testimony. Um, and that's and that's all. So and and I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Except for, let's be careful who we make our heroes. The fact that someone achieves fame has nothing to do with whether they are a devout follower of Jesus. The judgment seat of Christ is going to be very revealing. There are going to be a whole lot of people who are really, 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 really well known as Christians and so forth. When they stand before the judgment seat of Christ, I don't know about all of it, but a whole lot of it's going to be burned up. And then there are going to be so many people we've never heard of. Missionaries who served in obscure parts of the world and never got much credit, fame, accolades. And man, when they stand before Jesus, the rewards they're going to receive... Just be careful who your heroes are. Okay? That's all. Just just be careful. I think this is funny. This whole Elon Musk thing and Twitter. and uh, He has suspended the accounts of some journalists. Someone from CNN. Someone from the New York Times. Someone from the Washington Post. Someone from The Intercept. Someone from MSNBC. And someone from Vox. They have all had their accounts suspended for seven days. And the liberal media is going insane. I thought he wanted free speech. He is a right-wing kook. He's crazy. He's a fanatic. Democracy is going to die because of Elon Musk. Because he's suspended. And let me count here. One... Two, three, four, five, six, seven journalists, all from left wing outlets like CNN, New York Times, and so on and so forth. And the media is going crazy. 
Now, did these same media go crazy when they suspended Donald Trump? Mm-mm. Ben Shapiro? Mm-mm. Charlie Kirk? Mm-mm. No. And a long, 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 long list of conservative journalists, politicians, were some of them were suspended permanently. And what did the mainstream media say about Twitter? They're protecting our democracy from the radicals. Isn't it wonderful the way Twitter is handling disinformation? They are protecting us. This is great. When Musk suspends seven liberals, the same people who thought the censorship was so wonderful when the shoe was on the other foot, are going out of their minds. Now, what is the reason that Elon Musk is giving? Well, here's what he's saying. These journalists violated Twitter policies of doxing. What does dox mean? It means giving the location of an individual, someone's address, a politician's personal address, a Supreme Court justice's Uh, address, or going on social media and saying, Judge Brett Kavanaugh is going to be at such and such restaurant in Washington, D.C. this Saturday night. Let's show up and make their life miserable. That's doxing. Evidently, Elon Musk is saying that these journalists have doxed him and has put he and his family in danger. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I sure think it's funny. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.